let yourself off the hook. The only thing you need to be a professional at is your job. Take the pressure off that you've got to do everything perfectly and start making some mistakes and it'll be fun. How do you find and keep hope alive? I will find hope in what Jesus Christ did for me. Do we believe? My hope is centered totally, completely in him. Do we trust? I have hope today because of what Jesus did on the cross. His hope doesn't change. Hope is triumph in our trial. So glad you are here today. Have I got a treat for you. So excited to spend some time with a very special guest, best-selling author, nationally known speaker, amazing podcaster, and professional fun person, Annie F. Downs. Annie, I am so glad to talk to you today. So glad you could come and chat with us. Tricia, I'll take that introduction all day long. Thank you very much. Professional fun person is everything I want to be. Well, that's everything you are. It is amazing. You should put fun on your resume. You are just <laughs> such a fun, real person that we can all connect yeah. to. You're, you're known for being fun. I just love your podcast. So Annie has a podcast called That Sounds Fun. And it is just that. So much fun chatting with friends, discovering things, digging into interesting stuff, and always rooted in faith. And I just love and appreciate that so, so much. And now you have a new book coming out. It's just come out with the yep. same name. That sounds fun. And we are going to talk about that. I can't wait to get mine, but we're going to talk about that just in a second. But how would you feel if I asked you just a few questions, just kick it off with some rapid fire questions? Would you oh, be up I'm ready? Yes. <laughs> She's so much fun. Okay. Just first thing that comes to mind. You ready? All I'm right. always up for it, Trisha. Let's go. Woo! Most fun, healthy snack. Um, like power balls, protein balls that are like peanut butter and oats and chocolate chips. Yes, please. Most fun, non-healthy snack. Oh, Oreos. <laughs> I have a real, I have a real thing with Oreos. Oh yes. And as well, you should. Okay. Most fun way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Oh, um, with my friend, I'm not married yet, don't have kids yet. So it'd be with my friend's kids, like playing outside with my friend's kids would be the most, or taking a nap. That's the other thing I get back and forth, depending on the season. <laughs> oh, I bet you're fun with kids. Oh, I can just imagine. Okay. Um, most fun household chore. I don't do chores. What are you talking about? <laughs> my house is a wreck. Um, I'll tell you what I love doing when I make my tea. I don't drink coffee. I wake up like this, Trisha. Like this is me really? on the planet. Yes. It's terrifying. Wow. <laughs> God has blessed you with this. And, but to my friends and family, I apologize that I wake up like this. <laughs> but I get up and I make my tea in the morning. And while I'm doing that, I unload the dishwasher. And that's kind of like my favorite morning rhythm. It's like I unload the dishwasher. I put any dishes in. Cause it's, cause you have to boil this morning you signed up for it. You have to boil the water and then wait five minutes as you're making your tea. So I oh, have yes. like nine minutes standing in the kitchen. So that's when I handle all the dishes from the night before. See, you've made household chore fun. I love it. Yeah, that's impressive. Right. All right. I know you sing a little bit. I know you like to do the singing. So most fun Christian song to sing. <gasps> oh, to sing. Gosh. I mean, what do I love singing? I, I mean, I love, I will sing along. I'll be anybody's harmony. So I'll <laughs> sing along to anything, anything Matthew West. I'll come in and be a harmony for Matthew West. Um, anything Lauren Daigle, I got you oh. on that alto part. So oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's not about the song. It's how my voice matches with the person that does not know I'm singing with them. I love it. Okay. 
most fun nail polish color. Okay, I've got to show you my nails, which isn't very helpful, but they match the book cover. What? Yes. That's so crazy cool. Isn't that cool? So that's my favorite is designs. But if you just are like wanting to buy a bottle that's great, uh, Stop It, I'm Blushing by OPI is a really great pink that has a little bit of peach in it, which looks better on my skin tone than love some it. of the other pink. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, most fun way to connect to God. Oh, how do I love to connect to God? I, you know, for me, I call them rabbit trails. Mm -hmm. It happened this morning where I'm reading the scripture. I'm reading through the Bible, doing the one year Bible and a verse will jump out. And today it was a verse in Psalms that says, take heart, be wait on the Lord, take heart. And I was like, what does it mean to take heart? And so then I get out my blue letter Bible app on my phone and I look up the original meaning of that word and, and figure out where else it's in the Bible. So that's the most fun way to connect with God to me is to chase rabbit trails but I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of invites me on to be like, yeah, what does that word mean? How far do you want to dig into that? And it is, sometimes I have incredible uh, surprises that you find out. Can I ask you one, Trisha? Listen to yeah. this. Yeah. Do you know how many bottles of wine Jesus made when he turned water into wine? Well, I watched the Chosen episode not that long ago and they were uh, big old barrels. It was like maybe 10 barrels. Yeah, so uh, the math, if you actually do the science, he made 750 bottles of wine. Wow. How about wow. that? It's How do you know that? Uh, if you do that, because it held 30, 20 to 30 gallons. So if you do 25 gallons times six of those that he filled, wow. so an average, and then you split that up into 75, 750 milliliters, and it's 750 bottles. <laughs> it's wild but it's just such a cool reminder when you dig in it when when you're oh, reading yeah. scripture and questions come to your head mm. trust that those are supposed to take you somewhere don't just go yeah i do wonder how much that is because what i learned out of that is jesus doesn't just answer your prayers or bring a miracle he is extraordinary and how yes. he does the miracles in your life yeah. i mean who needs 750 bottles of wine at a wedding <laughs> wild. that would be wild if you walked into a wedding and saw that much and so i i've had i have the most fun connecting with god by going on rabbit trails like that that's wonderful and once again you're, you're taking something fun and you're talking about the extravagant love yes. and blessing of jesus so it's that's wild. wonderful that's wonderful. Th this is what you do so well, as so well in your podcast, and now I'm sure in this book. So I want to dig in a little bit more as we get excited about That Sounds Fun, the book. Why do you think fun is so important right now? Well, I mean, 2020, right? I mean, we can say full stop. What, we need fun because of 2020, because of what we just experienced. Before yeah. last year, we could have listed out a hundred ways to have fun. And most of them would have involved being outside of our homes. And a lot mm -hmm. of them would have involved being outside of our cities. And all of that got removed from us. So I think fun really matters right now because we've been missing it. I said to my pastor yesterday at church, I said, I feel like we've, we're an Easter people who've been in Lent for a year. And, wow. and I think that just feels true to a lot of us. We are, mm -hmm. I, even as I was driving to church, I was like, Lord, can the winter be over yet? It's so cold. And I'm tired of being inside when we can't go to concerts and, you know, like I feel it in me. I'm, I'm at the end of my ability to enjoy this. <laughs> yes. right? and I think fun matters because what I have to do in those moments, the way we really have fun is in those moments I have to go, this is all very true. We're a Lent, we're an Easter people that are stuck in a Lent and, and, and I am tired of winter. What can I do to enjoy today? 
Well, I can put a coat on and go on a walk because it's sunny. Mm -hmm. Or I can get under a really, I have this one really furry blanket that I adore. And so I'm like, I won't want to do that in July. I won't want to be under my furry blanket in July. So what if I just enjoyed it today instead of wishing for July? And I think that's why fun matters is in a lot of ways, we're wishing for July and we're trying to get out of February and, and not just July and February. You know what I mean? I mean, in in a lot of bigger ways, we're trying to get out of the winter and get to the summer. And, and instead, I think the invitation from God is, can you find sunshine in your winter? Wow. You're, that's a really interesting thought because I think so many of us, myself included, are doing that. We're wishing, we're wishing for the future when things are different, when things are normal, when things are this, when, when, when. And so we're just sort of existing in the present. So how are you digging in to find fun in the present? You, you mentioned, you mentioned that fuzzy blanket. I love that idea. And you're right. That fuzzy blanket has a time when it's going to be perfect. And then there'll be a time when it's not. Yes. Help us do that. How do we dig in and how do we find more fun things in the present? How are you doing that? I'll tell you one thing my friends and I are doing. There's a bunch of us that um, all love puzzles, but we don't want to own 60 puzzles. (laughs) And we've done our own. So we have a spreadsheet and we all share it and we're checking out our puzzles from each other. Right. So so that's just one example of what we're doing. But let me tell you how how that can translate into anything is that we can invite our community into what we need and we need fun and say to people like, hey, has your family played the same three board games for the last six months? Can we trade board games? And can we take the ones out of our house and you take the ones out of your house and you leave them at the end of your driveway and I'll leave mine at the end of my driveway and we'll trade for a couple of weeks, right? There's just gotta be some ways we start inviting each other into our need and into mm-hmm. what we're looking for. And, and, that, and, and I think it's bringing back hobbies and bringing back um, activities that we used to love maybe in 2019, but maybe in 1980, like maybe wow. there are some things from your childhood that you could be doing again. I think about uh, most of us, if not all of us had grandmothers who cooked and when's the last time we made one of her recipes? Like, what if we just got in the kitchen and went like those cookies my grandmother made? I have no idea how she did those. Let me try, let me Google it. See if anybody else ever made, my grandmother made these things called cathedral cookies that were, um, right. They're like, they have colored marshmallows in them and chocolate. And then when when you cut them, they look like a stained glass window. Well, I've never seen anybody else make those. And so what's fun to me right now, when we're still kind of limited in our life of what Mm -hmm. we can do, I want to figure out how to make those cookies. Even though she's been gone for 20 years, I want to remember her cookies and bring them back. And so there are things like that we can do right now. We can't go back to our childhood. I can't go back to her house and walk in her kitchen and watch her make them. And so I have to call that, that's reality. I have to call that what it is. But I can bring a recipe into my 2021 and have some really fun opportunity to screw up on the cookies. It's okay (laughs) if I screw up. I'm an amateur. That's why that subtitle is the joys of being an amateur, the power of falling in love and why you need a hobby. There is some joy in being an amateur. Make a cookie wrong eight times before you make it right. That's fine. And so that's what I'm doing to try to bring fun into my life today instead of wishing there and planning for fun in the life that we think we're going to get in six months and who knows. Right, right. I love how you're bringing back some of your past and the people that are important to you in your past as you do that, because that's making me think, oh, yeah, my grandmother used to cook, too. And oh, yeah, my 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 grandmother used to do like cross stitch and like cool things. 
wouldn't have ever done, but that's a I cool need to idea. know. I just bought three cross stitch patterns off of Etsy that are the sit three cities I've lived in, like as like a cross stitch, oh. like Nashville, Atlanta, and Edinburgh, Scotland. And that's going to be the next thing I do while it's still too cold to go outside. Because I'm the same. My grandmother taught me how to cross stitch. My other grandmother from the cookie one. And so there's just things like that that we get sports, playing outside, art, singing, mm -hmm. instruments. I mean, whatever you did in the summer in third grade, bring it back. Mm -hmm. I like that. That So I'm thinking if someone's listening and they're like, well, that sounds cool. I don't, I'm, I don't think I can do cross stitch or I don't have any good recipes. Like I'm trying to help. How could somebody dig in and find their own things? I like that. What you did in the third grade, kind of go back do? to your history. Yeah. If you played with Legos back then, do it again. There's grown-up wow. Lego sets all over the place. If you <laughs> liked painting when you were a kid and you drew pictures all the time, but you, I mean, Andrew Peterson, who I'm sure you know and love, that's a musician, a Christian musician, an author, he has started drawing trees on his Instagram and shows you these beautiful trees he draws just because he missed drawing. I mean, there's, there's, there's unlimited amount of hobbies waiting for you. You already know what you love to do. Just go back and remember what you used to make time mm. for and make time for it again. I love that. That is so exciting. That's such a great, now my mind's spinning um, off into all these like cool things that we can do. And, you know, so much of the time we think we can't do something if we're not excellent at it. And that's why I love the approach of be happy you're an amateur and have fun and try stuff. Amateur. Nailed it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Let yourself off the hook. The only thing you need to be a professional at is your job. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't know how to be a professional at anything else. You've never been the person you are today, you've never lived today before. Your hobbies, you can keep trying, like take the pressure off that you've got to do everything perfectly and start making some mistakes and it'll be fun. Wow, that's fun. That's fun, yeah. just that thought. Just like my, my shoulders went, huh, I can try that. And it doesn't matter if it's absolutely ridiculous. How do you see, how do you see faith and fun tying together through this? Oh man, I, I see it all the time. I just think, I mean, when you look at Jesus, I, he, again, invited to all the parties and all the <laughs> weddings. He's always at dinner parties. People are always listening to him. We have tons of stories he told and kids loved him. That guy is fun, right? Like that's not the parts that the, the gospel writers pulled out for us necessarily, but didn't John say at the end, if everything Jesus did was written down, there wouldn't be enough books. There wouldn't be enough space for all the books. There's so much of his personality we're still getting to know and we'll continue to get to know for eternity. There's no way he wasn't fun. There's no way he wanted a good time. Kids don't like people who aren't fun. And yeah. they were always around him. And so I just think, oh man, I, our faith is so closely tied to the things that bring us joy. And, and I am convinced that, I mean, God made giraffes. He made ostriches. <laughs> He made, you know, like you can't look at all that and go, yeah, he's kind of boring. You're like, stretch that neck out so far. And then you gave it spots. That's hilarious. Right. I mean, he, God's personality is one that enjoys making things and we're made in his image. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have fun when you're rushing, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's another thing that I've been, we've been paying attention to about Jesus. He never rushed. Yeah. And so that's right. he was just able to be in the moment and you can't have fun unless you're in the moment. That's exactly right. I mean, Jesus was so great at that. He was so good at, um, 
he was always going somewhere on purpose, but he never stopped seeing the people that were around him that were going with him. You know, like he walked a lot of places. He always was going to a city. He wasn't just roaming around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I just, yeah, I adore him. I just think the (laughs) most of him. And so I just really love, I love thinking about what it was like to just walk down the street with them and see him like throw a kid up on his shoulders and give him a piggyback ride down the street. You know, you're like, he was that guy. The kids wouldn't have stayed around him if he wasn't. Wow, I'm excited because now I know when I'm seeking to have fun, I'm seeking to be more like Jesus. And I love that idea. I I hope so. I think that's true. I think if we were made in his image and some of our friends are the funniest people we've ever met, there's something about that. (laughs) Well, you have had such a successful podcast with the Sounds Like Fun podcast. Why did you want to do a book? You know, at the end of every episode of That Sounds Fun, I ask people, tell me what sounds fun to you. And we started getting a crazy amount of answers. And, and as that started happening, then people in the audience, like listeners started coming up to me in public and telling me what they do for fun as well. And sometimes they would feel, they would get teary and sometimes they would be frustrated. And I was like, oh, this is not just like a fun question. This is a serious topic. People have forgotten how to have fun. And maybe one of the reasons God put me on the planet is to remind us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the book allows you, I guess, to dive deeper. Is Absolutely. That- and kind of, you know, I'm telling so many of my own stories that while we're doing Insta mm-hmm. stories and conversations like this and podcast episodes, you know, this from your life too, Trisha, that below this, there's a lot going on in my life. Yes. And I can't talk about it the day it's happening, but a year later I can write about it. And so kind of like for my friends who've been along the journey with me, it's kind of an insider view of what was going on in my life. But for friends that were just meeting, it's the story of how a woman who doesn't have everything she wants, who is still figuring out a lot of what it's like to be a human is figuring out how to have fun. Mm. You are not afraid to share your story, some of the deeper stories, which I really appreciate, yet you have fun. Like, I think sometimes people think, well, I'm either going to be a fun person who denies the tough stuff in my life, or I'm going to dive into the tough stuff and not have fun. But how have you managed to meld those two parts of you together? Well, they're just both me. And so Mm -hmm. the work has been, uh, how do you learn to love the way God made you? Oh, thank you. What if God made me like this? And, and we're all so unique. Our fun is unique. Our stories are unique. And the things that we are meant to share and meant to live out are that unique. And so for me, it is, do I believe that God made me on purpose? And the longer I have worked at that, and that is work because I live with myself every day and I can be very annoying, right? <laughs> and so the work I do around learning to love the way God made me makes me capable to do the ministry I'm made to do. Do you talk about that in your book? Because I think so many of us want to know how to learn to love the person that God made. Yes, absolutely. You've got to. Yeah, I had to write about it because it's so central to, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I say in the book that I, the longest relationship in my whole life is the relationship I have with my own body. I -hmm. won't have another relationship that's any longer than the one that I am in this body. And so learning how to reconcile that relationship and love the way God made me spirit, soul, body is, is one of the highest jobs of my life. Oh, and so worth it. How can we get your book? 
Tell me. Oh, girl, it's embarrassingly easy. It's everywhere. It's at Target. There's a special edition at Target. So you can go to your local Target and there's some bonus journaling pages in the back. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Noble. My favorite place to buy bookstores is at my local bookstore or mm-hmm. to buy books is at my local bookstore. And it's called That Sounds Fun. So it's like embarrassing, just like me, it's embarrassingly easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. But now maybe a friend is listening and she's like, oh, I want more Annie F. Downs. Yep. So how do people find you? Trisha, you know, it's Annie F Downs everywhere. F is for fun. So anywhere you can find me, that's how you'll find me. And then the podcast is called That Sounds Fun. It releases every Monday and Thursday. So that's how you can get the longer conversations. Two times a week. We need you. We need you. You're very (laughs) kind. You tell me when it's too much and we'll back up. (laughs) Oh, Annie F Downs, super fun, amazing author and speaker and podcaster. And now friend, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, I loved it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for what you do, Trisha. It means so much, really.